The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Andrew Gross, breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Brian Adams, tickets still to come on the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News. Let us know uh, what kind of weather is shaking down where you are at 6.30, 6.30. You can always give us a call at 496-0063. It is the Friday edition of the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News, going through everything in the big blue folder. Mm-hmm. Lots of stuff from this week and some stuff from today uh, as well. This one, can I just throw this one out here? Sure. I thought it was a little strange, and I don't know how much I want to go into it. But there was a study done. Um, you know, when you look at someone, sometimes you can just tell what kind of person they're going to be, or at yep. least you think you think that that's how they're going to be. There was a study saying that uh, most people can tell if you're rich just by looking at your face. Yeah, and they tried it a lot of different ways without breaking down exactly, you know, how big the pool of respondents was and all that technical stuff. They basically tried it a lot of different ways. They tried having people just look at their eyes or just look at their mouth, or they tried having people smile or not smile. They tried to change facial expressions. Mm. And then they simply asked people, do you think they're affluent or not affluent? And they had a 68% success rate, which is well above random. Um, And basically it had nothing to do with their expressions, their facial hair. But just their face. Just Just looking at their face, people could tell that and they by the way they defined affluent yeah. or upper upper middle class as $150,000 a year or more and uh, lower class as i think 35 or $30,000 yeah. and less right and they were right like i say 68% of the time but the bigger question and oftentimes when you see surveys like this you're bound to ask what's the point but there is a point the point is when people talk about um poverty being chronic, they're saying that those people in poverty have a hard time getting out of poverty because they don't have the same opportunities that others do. And if you consider uh, a job applicant who goes into a company to get a job, but the impression in the back of the mind of the interviewer is that this is a poor person and I don't necessarily want to hire a poor person, that there's a bias to that, that they may not even realize that bias exists. But while sitting across from in the interview or looking at their picture or whatever, they're drawing a conclusion about their financial status. Uh And 68% of the time, apparently, they're They're right. right. Yeah, you know... There is a certain... I I can't see that necessarily just looking at someone's face. I think sometimes overall, but then, hey, I've met people who, you know that um, very well off in their lives who would not fall into the category of, hey, you, you, you look it by dressing the part, you know right. what I mean? I always thought, and that's the thing, clothes did not factor into yeah. this either, right? You're, you're absolutely right. Um, I always thought it was the angle of your nose. I thought the higher you held your nose in the air, uh, the more. Yeah. Uh, I th- it might be the amount of cosmetic surgery Possibly. Uh, we can't, you know what? The loops. Unbelievable. Plastic surgery is, I suppose, a game changer and a lifesaver for people who are the victims of, you know, burn accident or something like that. But uh, watching The Real Housewives, and yes, I watched The Real Housewives, <laughs> the amount of filler. That's, that's just keeping up with the Joneses. That's what that it's is. It's crazy, though. The, you know, these people, and you see pictures and you read stories about, it's usually women, honestly, but I'm sometimes men. And, and you just look at their face and go, 
what made you think that was a good idea? Mm -hmm. You know, these massive lips or these the skin that doesn't move or, you know, my... And hey, each to, to each their own. Sure, right? yeah, well... Um, you know, again, there's there's too much of, of everything sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can go a little too far <laughs> with it. But there's, sure. there's a lot of uh, great... I know a lot of people who have had a bit of work done, whether it's filler mm. or whether it's Botox, and you would never know it. In fact, I know wives... Whose husbands have no idea. Really? Have no idea that uh, they're going in for a little, you know, little touch nip up. And talk, well, yeah. not nip and tuck. That's different. But I can maybe to get rid of some of the wrinkles, like mm. a little Botox, a little filler here and there. Is you know, that's a sort personal of stuff. story. Oh no, he knows oh, that I okay. get. I get them. I'm, I have no problems telling anyone that. See, I have. I guess I have strong forehead lines. Yeah. I don't like them, so I get really? Botox. <laughs> yeah. Done for it. And in <laughs> fact, Coach tells me he can tells that can tell me when it's starting to wear off because my eyebrow starts arching again. I give oh, the, the, really? the nigh eye. Yeah, I'm familiar with it. And he, he'll just look at me and says, okay, time to get, get back to, the, See, I, I to guess, the doctor. Right. I guess a little Botox or a little, you know, whatever is one thing. But when we're talking about actual plastic surgery, my, my philosophy on that is mm. plastic surgery and uh, and crime should be, if you want to get away with either, uh, do it once, never do it again, and never tell anyone. It's the people who do it uh, once and think, you know what, maybe uh, I'll do well, this. And then maybe. Like in a tattoo, you want another one, right? Yeah. Well, I've but, seen that in but but again, I have I have no problem. You want to go get your fat sucked out of you and put back into your breast, oh, or you want to do any of that sort of stuff? That's go not for included it. I have, in my list. I have, <laughs> I, I have no problem for people. I wish there was a clinic. Is there that you could just walk in and get that done? Yeah, they without an appointment referral. Well, no, not without an appointment. Like you a drive-through would no, be you ideal. No, can't do it in the drive-through. Mm. No. Something where I could sit there while eating a donut. If, but here's the thing. At the end of it all, if they feel better, if the person feels better about themselves, mm -hmm. then, hey, that's great. Ooh, and it doesn't matter. They're not doing it for you. Yeah. They're doing it for themselves. So if they like the big lips and the sure, whatever, yeah. the taut skin, fine. Well, they're doing it because they want to be, a, they want to feel attractive though, right? They want other because people to see them as attractive. Well, but that's no, what I'm saying, that I, the majority of people would not see that as attractive though. Uh, well, no, then I don't think, I think it's actually that they see it as attractive and that's mm. how, yeah, they, they like the look of it on themselves. Okay. Uh, we do have more uh, big blue folder stories, but while we're still on this, I was almost going to text you the other night, but it was late and I know you've, you make fun of me. You ridicule me, in fact, not make fun of me. You ridicule I me for, ridicule for texting you. you late at night. I do not. You, you kind of do. But that's okay. Well, I kind of think it's funny because you know that I'm in bed usually by 10. Right. And I don't know if the phone lights up in your bedroom and you get up and look at it and I'm asking a question like, hey, what was the name of the guy on the movie? But I almost texted you the other night because I was watching my 600-pound life, mm. which I know you watch. Yes. Um, and I believe the story was about a gentleman named Patrick. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, he weighed in at, uh, at the beginning... At, over 800 pounds and you know how doctor now uh, constantly warns them that their body can't take it anymore that they need to mm -hmm. take he died and i've I, not ever and seen I've one never where seen someone that. has died yeah i've never seen that before and it it really it's always the wow the warning um but yeah he died and he'd already lost uh well over 200 pounds heart attack yeah had a, had a heart attack during the night in in he had been moved to a a long-term care facility uh. because he had uh, st his progression had stopped and he was refusing to exercise. Um, he, I think he'd had enough. He'd, you know, he'd just been on this journey and he'd had enough. But yeah, he died. So, 
I, I almost text you because I know you watched that yeah, show. Haven't, yeah, I didn't see that one. And I've often wondered that does no one ever die from this? Because Doctor Now is always suggesting that you might. But yeah, this guy did. And so they just they followed the story a little longer after that. Um, just, you know, what the fallout from that was. All these people who put themselves out all these years and how people felt about um, about the death. And it was interesting to see as well that you know how when you watch that show, and if you haven't watched it, folks, watch it once. It's, it's fascinating stuff about what people can do to themselves and the people around them who enable that behavior, yeah. right, who don't recognize that they're enabling uh, the behavior because many of them are bedridden. They can't get up. If, if so not someone for, is going to buy, going the, to the, buy the, food, the food and bring right? it yeah. to them, right? And they usually do it because they love them and this is what they want. It's the only thing that makes them happy. But in this gentleman's case, the mom was clearly the enabler, mm. clearly. And after he died, the fiancé, uh, who had been with them through this entire process of uh, trying to lose all the weight, um, she had gone to Houston and she had been there for months or I think even possibly more than a year. And the mom had not been there. And then the mom arrived, and in consoling the the fiance, said, "Look, it wasn't your fault. You tried." And again, right then, I thought, so it crossed your mind that she might feel at fault for this when you're the one yeah. who facilitated that. Yeah, but she probably doesn't realize that. She thought she was just being a good mom. Yeah. And you know, giving him the the Twinkies and the bad food and the burgers and all of that yeah. sort of stuff. One of the other things about that show that really gets me too is what what can happen to your body the the way mm-hmm. I mean hey you know what we you and I joke all the time uh, on this show that we both would like to lose some weight we lose some weight yep. we put it back on right so we're looking I, I'd like to lose forty pounds I've been saying that for sure. five years since I've been doing this do show me, yeah. yeah forty um, and I think okay I got a little bulge here and I got a little bulge there but how the body like the the lymphedemas and how the body, where it goes and how it starts shaping it, it yeah. it's it's really something else to see um and 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 all of these folks so fed up and can't move and can't do what they want to do, but that that addiction to food and let's be real, that's what oh, it is, an addiction, an addiction to food. Sure. Um how hard it is to break. Well, and that's just like it. anything, whether you know drugs, alcohol, right. gambling, sex. I, I will say like, that there oh. is absolutely no merit whatsoever, and nothing to be uh, derived from watching Real Housewives. And I'll just accept that and own it. And, yeah, and absolutely, it's mind candy. That's okay. It, it's all it is. It's junk TV, uh, but we enjoy it. But I don't want that show. If you haven't seen it. I don't want anyone to think it falls in that category mm. because it doesn't. And for the reasons, some of the reasons you just mentioned, when you realize how the body handles what it, what you're doing to yeah. it, and you see the damage that occurs, and even these uh, folks who are successful in getting down to a reasonable weight, um, so much the strength. damage that's been left behind mm-hmm. from years of abuse to their their bodies, their heart, their lungs, the uh, you know the scarring, the I mean, just there's so much. That's why I honestly. I can't take my eyes off it. And that and the aspect of the enablers and the individual themselves who will find every excuse. And I guess, like you say, it's an addiction, mm-hmm. right? So they act like addicts because they'll the scale's wrong. Um, they, it wasn't their fault because they have been sticking to the diet, and but they haven't. And there's film of them not sticking to the diet. Or they'll suggest that, yep. you know, that somebody shrunk their clothes. Or I mean, they come up with the weirdest 
reasons why what the doctor is telling them can't possibly be true. But then you turn around and you put it just on a on a tiny level of everyday life mm-hmm. in exactly in our world and everybody else's world who's listening there. I mean, I I am enabled to stay at this size because. You know, yes. my husband thinks I'm beautiful, and so it's right. it's okay. I haven't myself That's up exactly yet. That's exactly what I'm saying. Right? Because you um, look at that, it's an exaggeration of a normal attitude towards weight yeah. and health. Yeah. Where and you go, yeah, I know smoking's bad for you, but yeah. I, I'm not going to be the guy, right? Yeah. Or I, know, I make excuses because right. I get up, my body's sore, so I don't feel like going down to do the elliptical, but I know that in the long run, that circle would sure. be there. But I... Y- or you yeah. hate the mirror, hate the scale because they're not accurate. Mm-hmm. Or you know the 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 you mm-hmm. the, your bathroom mirror looks far better than the one at work. Well, hey, uh, we said this. Uh, if you listen to the announcers uh, tomorrow yeah. morning too, it's just I don't know kind of what happened somewhere along the line in the last few years, and it's I think it's just an age thing. Is that all of a sudden, you know, the person that I see in the mirror is mm-hmm. not the same person that I see in pictures. No. And that's and and because we, you can pick and choose now, yeah, right? Right. And the two of us have yeah. done. You know, we both said that's like, oh my gosh. We have lots of great pictures of you and I together yeah. at different things, doing different yeah. things, working here. But when somebody random comes up and takes a picture, and then we see it on social media, I almost nine times out of ten, I'll be like, oh, I can't possibly look like that. I look way better in Jalen's phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, the big blue folder, shall we? Sure. Do you know a lot of the stories uh, that end up in the big blue folder originate for whatever reason out of Florida? <laughs> and and I, I people have theories on this, and I've said that many times uh... before. Because there is a news agency out of Florida that specifically looks for weird stories and puts them out there. But there's several other places that do the same thing. It just seems like in Florida, these things happen. I think I read something not too long ago about... Um, percentage of ex-cons living in Florida. Oh, is that is, right? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. A lot of retirees, probably. Mm. Um, so My this, dad's there right now. Is he really? Yeah. See, I could do Florida. I've been to Florida a couple of times while waiting to go somewhere else. It seems nice enough. A couple of months. Until you're in Florida? No. He's there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, he wants me to go down, but I can't leave here. Why? Because we're in ratings. Oh, whatever. All right. <clears throat> You're not allowed to go away when we're not allowed to talk about ratings, though, are we? We're not supposed to have any time off during ratings. Okay. That's fine. Aren't you taking time off? No, I'm going away for Easter weekend. Mm. Including the Thursday before Easter that's weekend. Right. Well, that's time off. That's yeah, a day. Okay. It's not, it's not a week. Yeah, no, not listen, not looking to start a fight with you. Not on uh, a Friday. not because I think you're taking the Tuesday off. I so. am. So stop it. Taking a quick trip to Vegas. Pumpkin pie. Uh, authorities are looking to help identify a man. He got away. He uh, went into a uh, Bonita Beach, Florida 7-Eleven and attempted to rob it. Mm. Uh, he demanded cash. This happened early Wednesday. Um, 
the clerk, and they tell you, I've read many times, that 7-Eleven trains its employees that when faced with a robbery situation to just give them the money. Just don't fight them. Just give them the You've money. read the 7-Eleven manual, have you? No, I didn't read the manual, but every time a 7-Eleven gets robbed, 7-Eleven oh, okay. always makes a statement that they tell oh, their employees to just give them seriously. the cash. Right, yeah, exactly, from the register, and then not be able to open the safe, right? And now, the reason the clerk didn't give him the money is because he was uh, attempting to rob him with his finger. He just walked in, <laughs> pointed his finger in the shape of a gun, and said, I have this, hand over the cash. The guy just wouldn't do it. He insisted twice, pointing his finger more demandingly, and uh, nope, not having it. Uh, didn't poke him with it? Did not. Uh, now, they also got a good description of the getaway vehicle, which he had parked right outside the door oh. in the bike rack. It was a, uh, a lady's white bicycle mm. described so i guess that must have had the bar that comes down that's how you distinguish a lady's bike from a man's bike so he pedaled himself away after uh not getting any cash at all did they find him though no he's <laughs> they're still looking for him oh well, yeah the guy could be a genius i mean he didn't get the money but he did uh, manage he's lance to escape. armstrong on that bike <laughs> he's described as being in his early 20s mm. approximately 5 8 and 165 pounds um but in shape i would say he, he, they phoned police. The guy pushed the button or no, did whatever no, he had to do. Florida seems to be pretty busy. So. Yeah, I guess so. Eh? And I, I suppose if you were to phone police and say a guy just tried to rob me with his finger, it probably wouldn't make the top ten priority list. That's, you know you're supposed to put it in your pocket, right? Like that's, and then like that. Yeah, then hold your pocket up. You know? Did you just hit yourself in the face? I did. See, weapons can be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> you were actually trying to show me. How, how you deal? put a how you put a and finger then I had in your a necklace pocket. and it went up and hit me in the face. Man, radio's dangerous. Who radio's knew? Radio's hard. <laughs> okay. All right. Four o'clock news mm-hmm. on its way with a line. Uh, Eileen Bell. Yeah. And we have those. Um, Brian, Brian Adams, Adams take tickets a stick to give away. away. Listen, we'll- why do we even kid? Why do we kid? We say, you know, it's going to happen the next hour or two. Everybody knows when it's going to happen. It's going to happen at 450. That's when it's going to happen. Oh, we could shake it up. We could. We could do it at 520. We might. Oh. If it doesn't happen at 450, then everyone's going to know it's a 520. But it's generally probably going to happen. It's going to happen, we'll say, in the next hour. It's going to happen at 520. <laughs> 550. 450. Sorry. <laughs> now I'm just throwing. Hike. This has been a long Omaha, week. Eh? Omaha. <laughs> Thanks for calling Alpine Credits. You're the guys that have been approving home equity loans since 1969, right? You bet. Well, I was also born in 1969. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.